Hi, everybody. On behalf of the Southeast ADA Center, the Burton Blatt Institute at Syracuse University, and the ADA National Network, I want to welcome you to Section 504 at 50. I'm Barry Whaley. I'm the Project Director of the Southeast ADA Center. Section 504 at 50 is a special interview series created in recognition of the 50th anniversary of the Landmark Rehabilitation Act of 1973. In this series, Dr. Peter Blank speaks with leaders of the disability rights movement who've advanced the cause of equal rights through their tireless work. On June 22, 1999, the United States Supreme Court held in the case of Olmstead versus LC that the unjustified segregation of persons with disabilities constitutes discrimination in violation of Title II of the Americans with Disabilities Act. The court said that public entities must provide community-based services to people with disabilities when such services are appropriate, the affected person does not oppose community-based services, and that community-based services can be reasonably accommodated, taking into account the resources available to the public entity and the needs of others who are receiving services from the entity. At the heart of Olmstead was Lois Curtis and later Elaine Wilson, two women with intellectual disabilities. They were held at the Georgia Regional Hospital for years after their treatment team determined they were able to live in the community because the state of Georgia did not want to provide the funds they needed to live independently. In our interview today, we're honored to have Lois Curtis as our guest. She's the original plaintiff in Olmstead versus LC. Ms. Curtis is a black disability rights activist, visual artist, public speaker, who helped open the doors to freedom for many people because of the Olmstead decision. Joining Lois today is Ms. Petula Golden, a trusted support companion and friend of Ms. Curtis. So ladies, I wanna welcome you to the interview. We're pleased to have you with us. And Peter, I will turn it over to you. Well, hello, Lois and Petula. It's really a great pleasure and honor to be with you today. I hope hello. you both- Bless you. Uh, bless you. I hope you both are well. Definitely. Thank you. Um, Lois, you have been a groundbreaking self-advocate for many years, certainly since the Olmstead decision. How has your life been? Good and better. And sorry. And sorry. And love. Hat, the truth, and remember, and God with nature to authority to pride, rest to the honest Rob Bomber, who was the first night in president of the state in the state capital, who was the visitor Rob Bomber. <laughs> he gonna write that. He gonna I like Well, Lois, what do you like to do now during I the like day? I know art. you're a very good artist. Knitting, singing, and doing all and making some money for some clothes and cigarettes. I don't right. mm -hmm. gonna do that today. Not today, though. We'll do it another day and write some records and pause the people back. With the time that was working with Lee and Jessica, 
I said it all. Jeff, I thank you for all the things you did for me. And I want her to come back and say something about all of y'all. And love Joe. And Nancy Beard. Petula, how long have you worked with Lois? About 10 and a half years now. Wow. So, Lois, you guys are good friends. Yeah. What was your life like way back when you were growing up? I was, I was, a, I was, a, I was a male ship patient from Pride High up to 17 miles. I went to grade, I got sick. I did a trespass report, and I told them I want an attorney to take me to court and find out that I go to jury out with the treatment psychology. Also, it's uh, the uh, staff member agent who basically go in jury treatment psychology. So I made it through Millerville to the state. After old up by 21 miles on the grade, more eight What do you I remember? Went to prison over uh, six years of probation at Superior School. So record that. I'm recording now. Yeah. Oh God, I did good because I had what I understand. My sister, I didn't mean to do that. I told her that I was sorry. I went to court with Jane and Beth and Osa. And we talked about my case on the Superior. But I went to Rice Street and told Wayne I didn't mean to do that to be feeling walk over shops this week. I parted back with Sugar M names and something. You gonna re- we gonna record that over I'm Jefferson a, Street. Superior. Yeah. Gordon Paul was my parole house on uh Superior. I went out of town, had the interview on the uh awesome attorney. They would take me to court. I told them I had did a case to uh Miss Gordon Post Ernest and Roy. And Ms. Smith, I been on the child list when I was about 13 at South Metro, Elementary High School with Lonnie and Miss Walker and Frida and Sheeta and Fred. It's on the child world with Steve Bennett and with Brooke Sheeta. With Terry. Yeah. Don't recall that with Terry Earl on Brooke Sheeta. Yeah. Kids with them went off about 15 out of Brew Run. Okay. Who's I did the hospital? We hit the site for the retarded kids out there at Brew Run. Wheelchair. Kids okay. in the wheelchair. Yeah. I remember seeing them out there with the staff now at Brew Run. Patula, did Lois tell you about her childhood? She does. She does. What do you what do you find interesting about her childhood? My auntie was uh Shirley. She called with uh of a teacher to KJ, we need our uh, committee. Send out a jury. we down there, rolling me to the cat count. 
What's uh, interesting for me is the different um, memories that she tells me about her mom and how they used to cook and go out and do different things like that and her uncles and her grandfather, stuff like that she remembers. Stuff like that she tells me about Where was she born? She was born here in in Atlanta, Georgia. She was raised in Kirkwood. She said she went to Price High School and yeah, she was my raised aunt, in Kirkwood. My, my daddy was hard. Uh, never knew it. He used to come out there in Inglewood. She was in Atlanta. Her dad, she said, is he from Inglewood, Atlanta. Uh-huh. He was mm-hmm. my mama. She blessed all he did the right thing on East Miller. And Lois, how did you end up in the in that institution, in that in that institution. Uh, I was at I was at when I was twelve. I was uh Pamela. You were twelve. I was out there the chain ward when I was there with Lonnie and all the people that kids with the treatment psychology. Retarded the the mission. I believe she went to the institution after her sister was stabbed. Yeah. And why did she that go? That was in uh, Rice Street in Middleville. Now, why? Um, that I'm, I'm not too sure. Why. Yeah. Her mom would probably know better about that. My Is mama your mom was, still uh, alive? No, she's not. She died she many and many years ago. Lois, do you have any other family members still alive? I have a nephew named Tyrell, my auntie Shirley. She got a little boy. I he went to school at D.H. South on Inglewood. And like, Patricia? Patricia with D.H. South. And uh, what's your other sister name? Bob Jean. Yeah. I remember seeing and you got them. Your yeah. uncle? Yeah, Uncle Ryan out the morning. Mm-hmm. And Phil. And Lois, I know you met President Obama. How was that? That was good. Yeah. I had a tie to Rob Ball out of town. And I told him, I said some pictures of the dogs he had. And I said, a picture. A lady had a dog on the robber. <laughs> I read a movie. <laughs> With our lover, Lee, and James. Third person, then I wrote letters. And I met him to a robber. Petula, did you go to meet President Obama? I did not. I think I met Lois the year after that. Oh, well, have you met Lois with her, Lo- uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll you go record when we finish. Petula, who have you met with her that's that's famous, or who have you met over the years? The only person I met that's famous is Lois herself. That's it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that is it. Do you think that she has inspired a lot of other people to do the same thing that she's done? Yes, most definitely. She has a positive spirit. You know, she explains what she's been through and where how she's overcame and where she is now. And Lois, do you get a lot of, do you get messages or mail or I get, I, get, I, I get some of the people who I write letters to the uh, resident Lana and Lee. Uh-huh. They've been writing me back. But I will write down wishes if she uh, helped me write some letters to Rob Mom and Lee and uh, Lana and Jessica. 
and Bia. And she writes her family members as well. Yeah. Yeah, she writes letters like every week. Wow. She's been into writing her music and stuff like that. So she'll write them songs and send them songs as well. And um, Lois, do you like to travel at all? Do you go to the outside? Uh, I, I'm going to have time and travel over the hotel. We sit down and talk about all. We sit all with me alone. We get on the airplane. You mean the apple. Going, like on vacation and stuff? I go on the uh, location. We talk to the all people there. They have meetings and they talk about my art in the meeting and they nice. show them. Do you oh, sell your art? Do all. Yeah, I do. I say all. I do all. I want to sell. You have, where, where, you have a website. You have a website that shows where all your art is. It's in, it's in my room at home. I'm gonna get to tell you to Brian. Nice. Brian. Where yeah. you at? Where, Not where today. I'm no. in New York, but I I want to see more of your art. Lois, do you talk with the lawyers who helped you in your case? You ever? You remember yeah, the lawyers? Uh, Joe Coombs, uh, Jewish Athlete, on uh, Superior. We're going post a job. We had all the debits before I did take him to the court and brought him a middle year out Jackson Street and Wright Street. Hartway uh -huh. Press in middle of year So, Lois, what do you want to tell everybody out there about your story? I want to tell them I Thank God I'm doing better with myself. Having to prove of the children's rights. Enjoy the say. Thank you, Lois. Petula, would, you, would you add anything, Petula? Um, I would just say, uh, I guess, thankful to the people that helped her get out of that horrible situation. Whatever they, whatever magic had that happened, it was a miracle. Yes. I'm pretty sure it took a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of effort and it worked out in the end. So I would definitely say, you know, that was amazing. Yes. Well, Lois, you are a champion. Many people are proud of you for what you did and you're making everybody better because <laughs> they don't have to go through what you went through. Yeah. So I thank you very much for talking with us. And it really is a pleasure and an honor to speak with you. And I'm going to look up your artwork because I want to know more about that as well. I'll come back. Okay. Thank you, Petula and Lois, very much. No Bye. problem. You're we'll welcome. Be, we'll be in touch, and I hope we'll speak again soon. Our guest for this interview today has been Lois Curtis and her companion, Petula Golden. Listeners, you can access this and other Section 504 at 50 interviews at our website, Section 504AT50, that's Section 504 at 50.org. The Section 504 at 50 series is produced by the Southeast ADA Center the Burton Blatt Institute at Syracuse University, and in collaboration with the Disability Inclusive Employment Policy Rehabilitation Research and Training. Center.